we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. Every single week, myself, Sam Walker, and herself, Simone Roche, have a chinwag about the world of work, your life, your career, and what the heck is going on in these crazy times we are still living through. <laughs> I have to say to you, as a starter this week, uh, Simone Roche. Huge props for an absolutely spectacular launch of the Levering Up report. I know that I shouldn't be focusing on what you were wearing and what you look like, but you look great and I loved your outfit. And now let's pretend I didn't say that and let's talk about the nitty gritty meat of the Levelling Up report because it was a fantastic report. Oh, thank you. And actually just hashtag high heels. Just putting a question out there to the Northern Power Women Massive. When was the last time you spent a considerable amount of time in high heels? I think 2017. Mm. Uh, <laughs> definitely not this year. But I genuinely don't think I've worn... I haven't worn heels this year, I'm pretty sure. And I cannot remember. that. It was probably the Northern Power Women Awards 2018. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Oh my god! And I know, and it is, and I think it's not that stereotype thing that people are going. Oh gosh, you know, women talking about women, you know, and what you wore and whatever. It's because we don't see that anymore, do we? Yeah. We're not seeing like people in their their finery because <laughs> so we don't true. have finery anymore. <laughs> but I tell you what, I tell you what was funny. Our, our wonderful friends MSP Global, who always do the uh, the beautiful production of our, our awards uh, each year, they have built a, a pop up studio. And it was, it was a TV studio. Um, and it was, it, it was really bizarre to be with real life human beings, socially distanced, mm-hmm. in masked. Yeah. Um, and then I'm in this studio environment, but, um, yeah. And of course I thought, gosh, I, I can't just have you know, the top half of me on and or, or whatever, I'm going to have to have the full. And they said, well, they've just done some work for a, a retailer recently who went in and again, took over the, the studio for a couple of weeks. And they absolutely were only doing the, you know, the newsreader, top dressed, bottom half joggers. So it's like, but yesterday I thought, no, I'm, if I'm out, Sam, you know what it was? I was out, out. You were out, out. <laughs> I don't know if I should share this, but I actually presented an award ceremony, virtually, of course, from here in Arizona. And I did my hair and I did my makeup and I put a really lovely top on (laughs) and I actually just wore pants. (laughs) It was so hot. It's still 106 here, whatever that is in new money. And I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to sit here. I'm going to be so uncomfortable after sort of 45 minutes an hour. And so I just thought, I really hope no one makes me stand up because I just won't know what to do. But um, yeah, well, anyway, let's pretend I didn't share that. Do you know what? We do talk about this being for your life and your career. And, and our, <laughs> our careers and our work life are all very, very interested at the moment. No, you know what? The, the report was 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 really interesting. It was, I, I, and I don't mind saying I had masses of 
imposter syndrome and not just saying it for the sake of it to go, oh, no, yeah. it was great. You know, because it's I felt there was a real sense of responsibility. You know, we we kind of call them um, the, the the power circle 150 now, you know, because we talked about these power circles over over this. And it was it was not your traditional report. You know, there wasn't masses of statistics to impart and to and it, it that's not what we're about. That's, no. you know, we, we're, we're very much a hub and a signpost and the report is packed with stories. It's packed with information. It's packed with hyperlinks to direct you to other things. We do not need to create another report that someone else has already done. And we what know, we, wanted, we know there's yeah. a dearth of women and, and black and Asian and, and minority ethnic people on boardrooms. We know that. We don't need those stats anymore, right? We need action points. Yeah, and I, and I think one of the things when I, you know, I I, I kind of came off stage as was, and uh, you know, lots of fabulous messages. And then what do you do? You start thinking about why that person didn't send you a message. So therefore, it must have been awful. Therefore, Aww. I must have let yeah. let the weight of the the Northern Power Women community down. So it's all that kind of stuff, you know. And but but one of um, uh, Emily Cox, you know, we talked about her, you know, her before, and uh, I, I I was a bit like, oh gosh, was it this or that? And, and she was like, well. It, She's at Lloyd's Banking Group, right? Yeah, absolutely. You like so it's not she's the chair of the CBI in the Northeast and she you know, she's quoted um in the report as well and as you know we had Dame Julie Kenny uh, doing the forward and, and Andy Burnham as well who, yeah. who 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 not just popped in he, he he's advocating and um, we actually you know we'll we'll hold that to cap but actually one of the things that Emily said was in the way you do things like the awards are never for one night this is that webinar is not for that one day it's all about the start of the conversations exactly like we've done for years on this podcast so if that was Christmas day we're now into Twixmas if you like mm-hmm. and so what we're doing now is we've asked our power circle 150 to ask the asks. Okay, so we've created our set of three asks and now we want to reach further because you know what? There is never any point in having a report that sits on a shelf or on your virtual desktop. It's about now engaging. You know, we've got Andy Burnham who's committed to, you know, getting behind and then advocating for what we're doing. Roger Mars, the chair of the Northern Powerhouse 11. Debbie Francis, who's on the board of the Northern Powerhouse Partnerships. Steve Rotherham from the Liverpool City Region's Combined Authority, um, you know, the mayor. Um, so now it's getting everyone to ask their asks and look how far that can spread because we want to come back and say and this is who we've reached who's advocating who's advocating for us who's changing policy who's incorporating that within their cultural um structures or corporate structures so it's not about 28 pages you know uh, we want tell us more stories advocate share your messages get your messages across so that's that's what so I'm I'm really excited about the this if you like this Twixmas period if you like post you know post Christmas day it's not about that and actually keeping those conversations and taking that action because that's what we do we don't want to have a talking shop where can people read the report as you said it's not loads of stats and facts and figures it's stories it's action points where can people find it Simone you can go to northernpowerwomen.com we have a, a new website coming uh, but on that holding page there is a link on that page direct to the report so that's where you can find it you can also go to the power platform under stories you'll also find the press release the link to the 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 launch yesterday and the accompanying video so there's information for sure because everyone engages in different ways yeah. um so thank you thanks everyone for your support thank you for your support from afar as well sam which you you always do it's my pleasure 
It's my pleasure. Oh, and actually, what is my pleasure is to congratulate you for winning the best podcast in Arizona. Ah, thank you so much, missus. It was a bit of a shock. I was driving the kids home from school, hashtag glamour, wearing probably a swimming costume with a t-shirt over the top because I don't get out of the car. And um, and a friend messaged me and I, I was using my phone as a, a map because they we've moved house since they last went to school because they've only just gone back since March. And I couldn't wasn't quite sure of the best route to get there. So I had my phone on as a sort of uh, sat-nav and this message popped up from a lovely friend here in Phoenix saying, congratulations, amazing. And I was thinking, what's she, what's she on about? What's she banging on about? And, and then another came up and said, this is so awesome. I'm really thrilled for you. And I thought, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I thought, oh, I wonder if she means the British Podcast Awards. And for some reason, it's only just filtered through. I haven't entered any other awards. I didn't know I was nominated for any other awards. And I would say uh, it was a bit of a shock when I got back and actually looked at her message. Because yes, uh, the best of the Valley 2020, which is all about the greater Phoenix metropolitan area. And my lovely Desert Diaries was voted best podcast. I tell you what, it was a lovely write up. I thought, oh, that sounds good. I'll listen to that. So um, yes, it was it was re- it was a real big surprise and absolutely lovely. And I celebrated by going out for dinner with my husband for the first time this year. Yes, <gasps> this year. Well, wow. the big one's nearly thirteen now, so it's you know we can leave them for a couple of hours. She's she's you know she's thirteen in a couple of weeks, so for a couple of hours when we're literally down the road. They just love it because all they do is sit on the, you know, games console the whole time we're out. We don't have, you know, don't have us shouting at them to get off. So they're like, yeah, great, go out. So, yes, it was fabulous. So thank you. Much appreciated. Oh, congratulations. And I'm thinking about you going out for dinner now as of last week um, or from Saturday. Liverpool over here, we are in proper naughty step lockdown. So (sighs) no mixing of houses. I mean, the the numbers have absolutely gone through the roof. So I think... um, as of the time we're recording this, I think mm. Burnley was the highest uh, in the UK where my where my, my brother works and us over here in Liverpool um, um, are second in the UK and Knowsley, another part of the Liverpool City region, is 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 next. So it's been, yeah, proper uh, big time mm. uh, lockdown um, for us here. So no, so you can't, there was no going into other people's houses anyway, but now you can't bring households together Um indoors at all so um you can meet outdoor but hey it's october yeah (laughs) it's a bit rainy um so you know what it is it is what it is isn't it and you know i think we're we're kind of all gearing ourselves up for a a a tough a toughish uh winter um but you know i think we've just got to be sensible Mm. because guess what we we want to be well right well, absolutely. And in other news here, you know, we I haven't been away on holiday at all. I had two days in California in um, in August. Who even knows what month it was? In June? I don't know. And uh, as I said, it sounds massively glamorous, but it is, it is literally, I'm very lucky up the road. So we popped up the road for a couple of days. It wasn't very relaxing, Simone. There were four of us in one motel room, including the dog. So that's five. Um, just a couple of days was all we, all the time we had. But we, I'm determined to try and go away for three days while the children are on what's called their fall break here, like half term. They said the votes where to go were New York or Disneyland. Well, Disneyland is shut and New York also shut. Well, it's shut if you're coming from Arizona. You have to actually quarantine for two weeks because we've got these interstate quarantines here, here in the US. So we weren't also able to go to New York 
apart from yesterday, Arizona was taken off the quarantine list. So we might be able to go. That does involve getting on a plane, which I'm still super unsure about. I know there are vast swathes of people in Britain who've gone to Europe on holiday over the last couple of months, you know, Spain, Greece, Portugal and the like. I'm just not sure whether I want to get on a plane. I don't know if it's a wise thing to do, even though it's within the same country. I just think massive box in the air, recycled air. Am I an idiot for even thinking about it? I, I don't know. Everyone's got to do their own risk assessment, haven't yeah, they? You yeah. know, we 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 won't. Um, you know, Northern Power Man and I. Uh, you know, Robert's adult. Um, Adult asthma, adult onset asthma, sorry. And he had a heart attack at the the end of last year, which was, you know, totally a shock to lots of our peer group and because and friends because you just didn't, yeah, you wouldn't expect that of of Northern Powerman. But so I think it's, you know, it's all about respiratory, isn't it? And it's Mm. all about, um, so we we are a bit no, and that has been, yeah, it's been really kind of conflicted because we, everyone needs a break, you know, everyone needs to, and we, we just haven't, and the thought of getting on a plane is 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 not is not in our wheelhouse no. at this moment in time. But that's us. That's that's our personal reasons we're taking in, and I think we've almost closed ourselves down. Lots of walking, doing things on your doorstep. So that's yeah. our choice, and everyone has to make their own choices. I think you can't judge other people for whatever, as long as they're not being silly or irresponsible or putting other people people at risk yeah exactly 100 i think that's that's what you've got to do so everyone's got to to go on this journey their own way haven't Mm. they i think that's really important to remember not to judge other people because you're right we are all different and we all have different needs and we all do have to make our own risk assessments um i'd say that it's mental health week coming up this coming friday it's mental health day sorry world mental health day and i know there's a report in i mean there have been a lot of reports about mental health of course and how people have coped in the pandemic but there was a lovely lovely line in this report that i read from the mental health foundation which basically says we're not all in the same boat but we're all on the same sea. And I thought that is a beautiful, beautiful way of describing this because we are all struggling and we are all suffering, but for very, very many different reasons. And, you know, I know that as furlough starts to wind down, there are some really frightening projections out there. Looking at big companies like Fuller's who might cut one in 10 jobs. Greg's, I know the staff there have been told they might have to take much fewer hours or lose their jobs. I was reading one story about a young woman called Lisa, who's an events manager, who has been furloughed and now told, well, there's no job for you to come back to. She's been applying for jobs since March. March. She's applied for so many jobs. She's got so much experience. There's nothing out there. And I think it's a very, very frightening time for a lot of families who are going, where's the lifeline? Where is that lifeline coming from? So really, whatever you are currently facing, really do reach out, you know, reach out to this community, reach out to any networks you have around you, because we might not be having that same experience. But genuinely, it's better together. It is better together. And we can share our own stories and and bolster each other up and and share our resilience as well. So do get in touch, please. Do you know what? And I I talked about our our friends at MSP Global, um, the the AV production company, they've had to make redundancies. Mm. You know, I've known them for I've worked with them for over 20 years when they, they're from Merseyside. They, well, they worked for a couple of decades out in South Africa. Um, and then they came back. It was when I was working in my, um, sort of events days, if you like, working at Ancient Racecourse and, um, 
I gave them the sort of, I suppose, one of their first opportunities to contract kind of yeah. thing. And uh, so we've always... I've always been so passionate about that events industry. It's been, you know, it's what I've worked in for for so much of my time as well. And so I, I was thrilled to see them yesterday because I was, sorry, last week, because I was so worried about that industry. You know, so there's a whole campaign uh, over here um, about make events um, and about, you know, sort of really shining a light. And I, I love to see what they have done in in, in transforming into this studio yeah. way, you know, and it's, it's, it's not what they do or are used to doing and I'm like come on come on guys and girls let's look at the positive no late nights you know because it's all about virtual <laughs> yes, virtual studios yeah. and I, you know so you know all credit to that particular industry that you know the events the hospitality industry it's it's you know my heart goes out to whether you are running businesses whether you're working in those businesses you know stay strong you know and you are so so you know sort of valued and you know that's why you know we talked about the awards isn't it? that's why we want that you know that really sort of live experience when we can 100 percent Right, should we get some life lessons going on, Simone? Who are we going to hear from this week? We've got the wonderful Rinjana Bell, MBE. She is wonderful. She's got over 35 experiences in the field of equality and diversity. And she's had a really interesting career working with the Northumbria Police, has been on the independent member for the police misconduct panel and, and chair of the young people in conversation. She has done everything. So she has got some wisdom to share this week. Ranjana Bell, Director of Equality and Diversity. What's one piece of advice that has really struck with you? That is, less is more. I tend to be someone that talks too much and gives too much away. The trouble with that is that I've given everything away at the beginning and there's nothing else to say afterwards. So I've learned that it's best to take my time and say less and pace things and see the successes come at a later stage. Tell us about a mistake and the lesson it taught me. I went shopping one day when I was supposed to be going to a meeting. I was late. When I arrived, I had a report to present. I was so flustered, I presented the wrong report. The thing that shocked me most was that nobody noticed that I'd presented the wrong report. What that taught me was that the role I had wasn't really respected and nobody was really interested in what I had to say. So I found other ways of achieving my goals. When have I faced imposter syndrome and what did I do about it? I have delivered training, delivered presentations, given talks, advised, but every time I'm doing something, I still feel that I am gonna fail that I don't have enough knowledge or I'm not going to be able to answer all the questions. What I do is I take a breath, I go in, I don't show my fear and within five minutes I realise that actually I do know what I'm talking about and I can get on with the business and usually things are successful. When did I have to be resilient? You can't have a job, the jobs I've had, equality and diversity jobs and roles where you are popular because you're not. The whole of those roles are not usually welcomed in many organisations and you're seen as the deliverer of bad news all the time. So being resilient to feeling 
that you're not welcome, that they don't really want to hear what you have to say, you have to find a way to get through that. What I did was I surrounded myself with people who got it, who understood and who wanted to support me. And if it hadn't been for them, I would have left those roles a long time before I did. What advice to someone starting out on their career? I would say, never stop believing in yourself. Stay passionate and try and find a career you love. Thank you so much to the wonderful Ranjana Bell, MBE. Do you know, Simone, I loved her attitude in that story when she talks about running late and getting flustered and and giving the wrong report out during the meeting and people not noticing. And I would have been absolutely mortified and beaten myself up and told myself I was rubbish. Instead, she said... I realised I was in the wrong place because clearly no one respected me enough to notice. And she turned it around and I thought, love that. That is my takeaway for this week. We'd love to hear from you, please. What are your life lessons? You know you have some to share. Don't get all shy and hide that light under a bushel. There is no bushels in this podcast. Please get in touch. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Just say, I'd love to share my life lessons. We will tell you exactly what to do. It's dead easy. Thank you. Now, I know you've also been getting in touch this week because we put a poll out on Twitter, didn't we, Simone, about the story we raised last week about the huge investment company in New York, BlackRock, who have said that not only must you declare any relationships within the company, but also any relationships you have with any other company connected to the company. And we were talking about whether it's right and proper for businesses to have this sort of uh, say-so, I suppose, over your relationships. What, What... What's to do? What on the poll? Yeah, so it was, do you think you should be obliged to tell your employer if you're having a relationship with anyone who is connected to your work? 16% said yes, 30% said no, and 54% was if there is a conflict of interest. So I thought that was really interesting. Lots of comments as well, which is what we like as well. That's why we do this, isn't mm. it, to, to keep the conversation. Yeah. So should say there's a conflict of interest. However, Black, BlackRock, including external partners in their policies, crosses a line. Wording on the policy should be crystal clear. Not sure if I agree with the policy extension. That was one of the comments. You know, you should tell your employer if it's a conflict of interest. But given as a lot of people meet their life partners at work, it seems strange and invasive. So lots of different thoughts out there um, as well. So thank you so much for joining the conversation on that this week um just talking of twitter i don't know whether you saw there was a tweet following the um i don't know what to call it but the presidential debate last week oh my gosh um uh, writer lawyer author jill filipovich uh posted i loved it actually men are too emotional to be president And then a conversation ensued and it was like, I bet Hillary would have loved to have said that. And Hillary responded. (laughs) So I just thought it was it was just brilliant. But yeah, it was uh, it was ironic, I would say. That's spectacular. It was one of the most painful things I've ever watched in my entire life. I mean, it was just agony to watch it and I think out of the mouth of babes my nine-year-old came downstairs during it and said why are those old men acting like babies and I just went well there you go 
There you go. <laughs> Said it all. Spectacular stuff, eh? Well, look, thank you so much for listening as ever to the Northern Power Women podcast. Do reach out to us at North Power Women on Twitter, Northern Power Women on uh, Instagram. You can find us on LinkedIn as well. We would love, love, love to hear from you. All the details are in the show notes, of course, for this episode. Keep your stories coming. Keep your collaborations coming and keep those life lessons coming, please. We'd love to hear from you. Right. The next episode is on the way for you on Monday, October the 12th. Eek! Until then, this is the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker, and this podcast is a What Goes On Media production. Ooh.